Podcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome. <laughs> Thank you for joining us here on AfterBuzz TV. We will now discuss episode three, Rise of the Old Master. Would you like me to find you some scenery to chew on? Uh, yeah, that would be nice, actually. Well, there's a screen behind you, but I think there's a lightsaber right here. Don't touch my lightsaber. Okay. <laughs> uh, for those of you just joining us, maybe on iTunes, not being able to see us here, uh, I've got a nice little Jedi robe on. We got um, my lovely co-host Megan Salinas sitting to my left. Hey guys. And my new lovely co-host Katie Cullen. Hi, all my buddies. And Katie, are you uh, pulling your Han Solo look there? I am. All right. Way to join us like that. Sorry, guys. I'm going to take this hood off before it gets <laughs> too crazy in here. Too late. Oh, yeah, well, that's true. It's a little true. too hot with all the lights. I know. I'm going to be sweating by the end of this. Uh, this robe is hot. Which is why he's on that side of the table. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Rise of the Old Masters. The Inquisitor is here! Yes! Woo! <laughs> We've only been waiting this whole time. Yay! We had to have some male bonding first. I think that must be the most cheering some evil man has ever gotten. I'm just so excited because ever since we were introduced to him, it's like, when's he showing up? I, I want to know more about this guy. And and just his entrance, it was so nonchalant. It was fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> well, be careful like, what you wish for. Yeah, the, the very first thing he says, isn't it obvious? I'm the Inquisitor. And you're like, oh, <laughs> okay, man, cool. And the audience is like, oh, <laughs> no. I literally, I, I think I literally yelled out. I was like, yes! I, you did. I <laughs> just smiled really big at my TV. Ah, <laughs> I'm so excited to see the Inquisitor. But we'll get back to him. Um, let's first off, we'll talk about the beginning of the show. We know that Kanan and Ezra have been training on and off again. And, well, now they have. Well, <laughs> right. After the last episode, they said, okay, we're going to train more. Um, so we start off with them training. And you see Ezra, like, doing handstands. He's pulling, like, a Luke, uh, you know, doing his handstands. And <laughs> telling him to concentrate. It's a nice throwback. Yeah, yeah. It is. Um, or throw forward? Throwback, what? because uh, yeah. it's what? canon that was already established. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they had a couple really good throwbacks this, in yeah, this they, episode they with did. a lot of different things, actually. There was one throwback that I'm not fond of, but we'll talk about it. We second. can talk about it. Oh, right. And then they threw him off the ship, so there's that too. <laughs> that Lots was, of throwing. This that episode. was fun. <laughs> um, so, I like that while he's training, Zeb and Chopper up there just giving him a hard time. <laughs> right? Zeb's like, ah, this is boring. That's what brothers do, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were going to see something fun. This is boring. Chopper's like, rah, rah, rah. Um, <laughs> Hera was, you know, the, the only reason they were probably there was because Hera's like, get them off my ship. Uh, yeah. I don't want to babysit today. Yeah. You are not doing that inside. Right. Go go outside. <laughs> <laughs> go outside and play. <laughs> so, 
what happens? Uh, he can't do the, he's, he falls down or something. He's like, ah, I can't well, do this. For for the training exercise with the lightsaber. Mm. Yeah, they go into the lightsaber. He's not focusing You're enough, right, not, which Kanan yelling at you, focus more, yeah. is yeah, super not distracting. That's incredibly helpful. Well, how? Well, just focus. Just focus. And <laughs> Well, you know, and, and this comes from where Kanan isn't a master. He never made it to even being a knight. Uh, he was a Padawan when his master got killed. Which, have have they actually gone over that in the show? Because I know we know it yeah. um, because of the backstory from the book. But have they actually talked about that in the show yet? Has he sat down and explained that he never got to finish his training? No, not yet. Um, the closest we got was later in this episode where the Inquisitor says, Oh, you trained under Master Deepa Bulabah. Because um, that's the first time we even knew in the show who his master was. Um, but like, like you said, in the book, they go into it and they talk about how... Which, for anybody who has that backstory, you know, you view this episode completely different than somebody who who is only watching the show. Yeah, especially because you think, oh, Kanan is just Jedi. You might think anyone coming into this seeing like Clone Wars or something else might think that Kanan is a master or he was a Jedi Knight like Obi-Wan or something. And they're like, man, why is he such a bad trainer? Well, it's because he never made it past being a Padawan. I didn't have that backstory oh, going so, in and watching this episode. So it's like, oh, he just, he, he feels inadequate and Ezra feels abandoned. So this, <laughs> this is great. And then Vega tells me, yeah, he never finished. Oh, yeah. he never got to graduate oh, from Jedi. Yeah, exactly. Everything. He's like a teacher that never went to school, or only went to you know middle school. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> because his teacher was murdered in front of him. Oh, well, that's that even got more dark. Sad. <laughs> yeah, but so the, the best he has to can offer... teach the kindergartner, I think. Yeah, yeah, but the best he has to offer is basically do better than you are currently doing. Yes, <laughs> try harder. <laughs> You suck. No. Although he does have a really good a really good Jedi saying that he throws in there. Oh yeah, he, he pulls the old classic Yoda saying, "Do or do not. There is no try." What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> How am I supposed to do anything if I don't try? You know what's funny is I never like questioned that saying like ever since being a little kid just hearing Yoda say it I was like yeah, okay, I get it. You know, I knew a guy in high school who had that on his varsity jacket. Wow. Ah, had that quote on his varsity good. jacket. Um, but then you come to find out Ezra questions it. Like, what does that even mean? How do you do without trying? You have to try to even do. And Kanan's like, oh, you're right. I never really thought about that. Uh, he's a head scratcher. Because I just know that Yoda said it all the time. So it must be important, <laughs> right? Yoda says it. It's deep. <laughs> it's deep. It's just over your head. You wouldn't get it, kid. Um. One line that it was a throwback, but I didn't quite really like it, and I'll explain, was when he was about to hand um, Ezra his lightsaber, and Ezra said, uh, like, when do I get mine? Like, oh, when do I get mine? And he said, just just because you have a laser sword doesn't make you a Jedi. And that, like, irked me a little bit, because Kanan is a Jedi. He was a Padawan. He made it to about 15 years old younglings get their lightsabers uh, sometimes pretty early sometimes when they're around like 8, 9, 10 or whatever. Well I imagine everybody starts their Jedi training at a different point. Right they start in different ages but there's even a Clone Wars episode where you follow a bunch of younglings and they go and get their crystals to make their lightsabers and then they mm -hmm. have to make their lightsabers and it's really cool and you get to see all That's the cool, process behind it. cool kind of depressing yeah. <laughs> talking yeah. about it from this point in time. Yeah. I don't know what happened to those younglings. <laughs> Anakin I think happened. we all yeah. know what happened to those younglings. Well 
Yeah, maybe those got away. <laughs> maybe they're some of the ones that the Inquisitor killed later. Oh, oh that's helpful. <laughs> Super great. Yay. Super great. Thank you for that, Dylan. Uh, I feel so much sorry, better guys. now. But anyways, you watch them all learn and get their lightsabers. And they know what they are. They're lightsabers. Mm-hmm. No one calls them laser swords. The only person that we've ever heard call it a laser sword was little Anakin whenever Qui-Gon Jinn's sitting in his house and he goes, are you a Jedi? And Qui-Gon says, well, how'd you know? And he goes, oh, I see your laser sword. That makes sense. He's so little. He doesn't know really much about anything. He lives on this remote planet. He's a slave. He doesn't know about lightsabers. All he knows, oh, there's a sword that looks like it has a laser on it. Okay. I'm okay with that. So Kanan being raised in the tradition Kanan, would have more respect for the tools and the yes, terminology. Yes, exactly. Why would he ever I, call it a laser sword? To get on was, Ezra's level? I, I but did. even then, you're teaching someone. You don't teach someone something that's not right. You teach them the way that it should be called. Like, you don't go into, like, the army and they go, here's your shooter gun. You know? <laughs> they tell you, like, <laughs> what it is. This is your M16. This is what you're going to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but people don't get to join the army until they're 18. Well, you're training in, what, is he 11? Uh, I feel like he has to be older than that. He I has to be, he was like, like, 14. He has is to be, he? like, 13 or 14. But He's got to be a teenager. He doesn't act like Maybe it. 15, even. <laughs> His parents are presumably dead. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't get stop. a lot of Maybe raising. we should stop being so harsh on all these people whose parents are dead. Should we stop being so harsh on all these orphans? Well, do we have anyone well, whose parents are alive right now? No, see, well, that's the thing. If Ezra would have called it a laser sword, I would have been okay with it. But I just didn't like Kanan calling Honestly, it a laser I, sword. I didn't even recognize that as a reference to mm. episode one. I just thought it was a, I, I just thought it was a writing a poor writing choice like I literally thought that maybe like instead of lightsaber they wrote laser sword because for whatever reason the writer just mistook it well maybe I'm giving them benefit of the doubt and saying they're throwing it back to like I'm like Anakin maybe the kid this is in another time where Jedi's aren't they're they're nowhere they're few and far between and lightsabers are only legends now so maybe the street kids tell stories of maybe it's like a colloquialism now or yeah something? you know that's what i'm saying like maybe like the street kids tell stories of these guys that used to walk around with robes and laser swords or maybe we're well, looking way more into it. i don't know <laughs> well did ezra call it a laser sword at any point earlier on in the series when talking to kanan uh, because that could have been kanan throwing his words back in his face yeah maybe i don't remember if he did i feel, I, I feel like, like he, i would have noticed that i feel like he called it a light saber from the get-go well yeah i think like right when he first found it in that in the kanan's room he said oh you won't believe this but it was calling to me or whatever and kanan said i don't believe it now give me my lightsaber like straight okay. up something like that i don't recall it being. i don't ever remember hearing the words laser sword because it would have set me off already if it did you know if it did happen you know feel free to like yeah comment, comment and let us maybe let us i should know. go back and look <laughs> I don't think anybody else would probably like hearing it called a laser sword either. <laughs> now, after that lesson in terminology. Okay, now let's move on. Uh, the rest of the episode was fantastic. Yeah, um, oh my gosh. How great was this show? Uh, okay, so now they do their training. Ezra almost falls off. Kanan's like, oh, God, you're difficult to teach. And <laughs> Zeb gives Ezra a hard time. Zeb's back to being mean to Ezra again this episode a little bit. Like, she's like, he means you're hard to teach. And walks off, and you're like, whoa, Zeb. I thought you guys were on cool grounds now, man. What's up? He doesn't know where the line is between cool ribbing and being a jerk. He just, I don't think he has that line. Again, I kind of think it's a writing choice. Like, it's more like the the writer from the last episode didn't actually talk to the writer of this episode. (laughs) And nobody bothered. Nobody thought it was out of the ordinary, I guess. 
Uh, I don't know. I just feel like maybe they just kind of put them back to square one again. Or, yeah, maybe we're just, yeah. maybe it's just status quo. Yeah, whatever. Let's go back and to And they have mean. to go and have another bonding Yeah, they'll have so. another bonding episode. So they're watching the Holonet because the, the stolen TIE fighter comes back. Oh, you guys made the Holonet. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, we did that. And that's when we're introduced to Senator Gall Travis, or Travis, sorry. Uh, I wrote it wrong. Senator Gall Travis. He uh, comes on. He busts in, like, because he's like, I guess he's like hijacking the Holonet there. And he starts saying, like, we've learned secrets of the Empire has Master or Jedi Master uh, Luminara Unduli um, in capture. We're, you know, she's in prison. She must be released, given a fair trial, you know, like a Jedi should be, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they all hear it. And uh, that's great news for Kanan. He doesn't know any other Jedi around. And he's like, ah, it's a master. And he remembers her. He's like, I saw her, like, back in the temple, like, She's an awesome Jedi Master. I have to find her. She would be a great teacher for Ezra. Exactly. And even and, him. <laughs> and for the next 15 minutes, I found myself really hoping we'd be adding another lady to the crew. Oh, yeah. That um, would have been amazing. Sadly. Nope. Didn't Master, I? Jedi Master Luminara no. was dead. And we already knew that from, like, Clone Wars and things like that. I have to ask, though, is since... um. Since Travis was broadcasting this, was he given bad intel or is he like now working with, you know? I think he was given bad intel because yeah. whenever they first announced him, even Hera was like, oh, he's the only senator that will stand up towards exactly. the Empire. So I think he was, I, it was a trap and they fed him bad intel and, and they said that they've been doing this in other systems to catch other Jedis. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure what happens is they get a rumor of a Jedi. Someone like Callus goes and calls the Inquisitor. Inquisitor shows up, uses this trap that he does in all of these systems, and it works. He I, he sends out bad intel. Whoever's in that waits system for them to come. waits for them to come. Well, and we had an image, so I wonder if they do trot out the hologram and two stormtroopers pretend to be escorting this Jedi Master to prison. Uh, no, I think the, the I think even those stormtroopers were part of that hologram. Makes sense. Um, I think because I think that was just an old recording. And they just leak the video, and then they just play it, and that's the old, that's the like original recording of the two stormtroopers marching her down to her chamber. Or did you mean the stormtroopers outside of her cell? No, no I, she, I mean okay. the, the one recording that were, on the yeah, holocaust. Um, so yeah, they set this nice little trap. Uh, obviously, they don't know it's a trap. Kanan's very excited. Though. We got to go get Master Luminar, which is really cool that they're bringing cool like characters back like this because in the clone wars i don't know if you guys watched the clone wars but sadly it, no you should because they're so good at first i thought it was going to be like really kitty whatever it's awesome i think the clone wars cartoon series is actually better than the three prequel movies well after about a season they realized who their audience was and kind of fine-tuned it for that yes they See, did yeah i i remember the original 2d you know oh yeah i remember that animated. one yeah and that's what i think of when i think of clone wars yeah because it was so good that one was really good that was like the samurai jack guy that made Gendy that series. Yeah. yeah so that series was really good but sadly that series isn't considered canon Boo. So that one kind of is <laughs> out the window. Because it aired on Cartoon Network and not Disney. It Probably aired soon. on like Adult Swim, though. Yeah. They aired that late at night. I think I don't think they did originally. I think it was Ooh. one of those things that they moved around. They a moved bit, it around anyway. a lot. Okay. But anyways, for some reason, I guess they decided that that one wasn't canon. 
but the other Clone Wars series with the animation, uh, the computer animation is. Oh, okay, that's what we're talking yeah. about. Right, yes. so that's what that we're one. talking about. Um, and in that one, you get to see Master Luminara, like, for a few, like, a couple of times, and, like, there's even one episode where, like, her and Anakin are on a mission together, and it's really cool to, like, I know, like, I've, I feel like I've been on a mission with her. I know how she is. I know how she teaches and stuff. And she had a Padawan in the Clone Wars named uh, Barris Ophi. Yeah, and she was the same race as her, um, which actually Barris Ophi turned up. She, like, went kind of rogue and betrayed the Jedi and actually got Anakin's Padawan, Ahsoka, uh, in trouble and actually got Ahsoka kicked out of the Jedi Order. Uh, wow. Oof. Dang. Uh, so, yeah, watch the Clone Wars, guys. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> Spoilers, I guess. <laughs> well, I, I'm not spoiling too Spoilers, much. Spoilers, things don't end well for anyone. I'm trying <laughs> to. It's I'm, doomed prequelitis. Yeah, I'm trying to um, send out the intrigue so people will want to watch the Clone Wars because it's really good. And Ahsoka's awesome. And by the way, Ahsoka is still out there somewhere. Oh, she, she might come, come back, back in this series. She should. They're, I mean, the same guys that made that series are making this series. They have all the power to bring Ahsoka back. Please bring Ahsoka back. I Start the petition. <laughs> Start the petition. Ahsoka is awesome. And I, if she comes back, I'm going to be so excited. Quick to the internet forums. Yeah, but if she doesn't, it's understandable because, like, why would she come out of hiding? These are scary times. <laughs> um, and her master, Anakin is now Darth Vader. So that has to be so pretty scary. Little <laughs> little uh, so, but it's another, you know, in terms of like the set pieces that they can use in everything, she's another player they could add to the game. It's true, but I'm afraid if they bring her back, she's going to die. Well, yeah. And I don't want to see that. I don't want to see it. Well, I mean closure? <laughs> yeah. um, I guess closure. Okay, let's get back to the story. I went off on this Master Luminara It's okay. It was rant. a cool tangent. Um, we learned things. Yeah, okay. Good. Um, so we find out that Jedi Master Luminara Unduli is being held um, in the Stygian system, I guess on Stygian Prime, in a like a prison fortress called the Spire. Which it doesn't sound scary yeah. at all. Huh, the spire. <laughs> I'm still oh, not past Stygian, really nice. but okay. <laughs> um, so it's like a prison fortress. Oh, it's uh, we can't break in. It's impenetrable. Oh God, we'll find of a course, way. We it's a prison break in. movie. It's yeah. a prison break movie. Yeah, we, we can get in. Sabine's like, yeah, we can get in. <laughs> she pulls up the schematics and she's like, oh, let's go through this way, that way, this way, and they come up with this whole plan, and they go, and this is where we see. Oh man. This is where it starts. This is where the episode started for me. This is the beginning of this awesome journey. Uh, this is where Kanan goes, you know what? Full Jedi mode. Let's do <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> he jumps out of the planes, lands down. And he's like, he's like, uh, what did he do to those first two guys? Um, I think he just came down and just, did he use the force right right away? He was he was fighting with them. And then Ezra jumped down. Yeah, he hasn't used the force yet. I don't think. But uh, my favorite bit was um, when after they after they get inside, when he like throws his arms out and uses the force to pull uh, the stormtroopers towards him and just decks them both to the ground. And Ezra at that point is like, "Wow, you're really oh, yeah. not messing uh, around." Yeah, I was, yeah, okay. So that's so first he jumps down, he beats up these two guys. Ezra tries to follow and messes it up because he's not 
skilled yet. And he um, hits up the door and it alerts the stormtroopers. But that's the first time we get to see Kanan like use the force in this episode. He rips the guns out of their hand and they pull them and then they jump down. They fight them all. But what you're talking about when they go inside and they go down the elevator. He's, they see the two ele- uh, stormtroopers and he goes, hey, stop. And he force pulls them and double clotheslines them. And I was like, that is awesome. It was so cool. It's Jedi street fighting. Yeah. And that's, yeah, right, like you said, that's when Ezra, he goes, wow, you're pulling out all the stops on this one. He's like, yeah. He, I wrote down the line. I think he said, uh, there's more at risk than you know or something like, like I think that. more at stake Oh, there it is. Know, yeah. There's a lot more at stake than you realize. Because ah. he sees the gravity of the situation. Like, we got to get this Jedi Master. This could change everything to have a Jedi Master on our team and training you and then train maybe other people. Who knows? So, meanwhile, while they're running through there, Sabine and Hera, I mean, no, sorry, no, Sabine and Zeb are hanging back and they're knocking out stormtroopers of their own and <laughs> hanging back in the <laughs> elevator, holding it. Hold the lift. Hold the lift. Uh, Hera is having trouble outside. <laughs> <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> this, this, this was my favorite ridiculous part of the episode. Because so, her, her signal jammer is sending out a mating call to giant space manatees. The sea pancakes of the sky have decided that her ship is So attractive. I looked those things up. They're called Tibides. That is the most adorable name. <laughs> oh, no. They're Tibbities. And they're, Sky Manta. And they're actually very um, uh, I said gentle. Manatee, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Mantas. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sky Manatees. They're really big and fat. That would be a completely be... different but adorable creature. Also adorable, but no, um, these are. So the Tibbities, I guess, like you can kind of tell, they're not trying to like attack her. They're just, it's a mating call. So they're like, oh, hey, what's up, lady? <laughs> lady ship. How you doing? Um, what it is, is the Tibbities are attuned to frequencies and vibrations, and they can interpret signals from ships and random things as like mating calls or whatever. Um, Again, but they're norm- awkward. Uh, very, very awkward. But they're v- normally very gentle, and they only attack when they're provoked. So they're like nice, big creatures. And that like comes whales. into play later. Yeah, like whales. They're not really going to go after you unless you're trying to spear them. <laughs> so back inside, uh, when they first got there, by the way, Kanan did feel, he did sense Luminar. He's like, I can sense something, but it's clouded. So you can kind of like, I, like, I feel her, but something's different about it. Something's wrong. Yeah, something's weird and wrong. So they find, you know, the whole plan goes awry because they had old schematics and she's deeper into the prison than they thought she would be so they go down there and when they walk in you see her she's sitting there right on the like a little mm-hmm. bench and she stands up and she like walks up a little closer to them and she like gives them this weird look it looks sad it did yeah. look sad and kind of like whatever like a sad kind of mad look then she walks over into this like crazy contraption on the side of the room and like goes inside of it and then you just see her like face like ah, scream and just frozen and then all of a sudden you see her real actual like frozen body it almost looked like you know uh han solo's like carbonite chamber or whatever but this one kills you um yeah and that's when you realize it was a hologram it was a hologram the whole time and the whole thing was trap and that's actually her dead body right there do you think that you was know, for kids? Yeah. Do you think that was footage of her essentially going to her execution? Yes, it uh. was. It was the hologram, like basically, 
who she gave that mean look to was the Inquisitor. She gave that look to the Inquisitor, and then they, she walked into her little death chamber and got and it, killed. And oh. then they, then the, he just keeps her bones around and travels around catching Jedi because the Force is still in her, so they can sense her presence. But that's why it felt clouded and like different because it's just her bones. Oh, she's say, dead. Yeah, because she's dead. Does that mean she's not allowed to like pass on uh, and become one with the Force and? You know, be a Jedi this. ghost? Uh, well, actually, she probably she would have never known how to be a Jedi ghost because only Qui-Gon Jinn and Yoda and Obi-Wan um, and, and I guess Anakin, Anakin uh, learned to do that because Qui-Gon actually figured it out. And in the Clone Wars, you get to watch a couple episodes where Qui-Gon comes back as a Jedi ghost and teaches Yoda how to do it. Yoda has to go. You go on like there's a three episode arc where you just follow Yoda around going on an adventure learning how to become a Jedi ghost. And it's awesome. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. And it's really cool. It's Yoda and R2-D2 just traveling around. And Yoda has to do, go on all these crazy missions and like talk to these crazy force ghosts that are like they are the essence of the force and they they make him go through all these trials and yoda has to face the dark side of the force and sold <laughs> sold it's I gotta awesome watch i would watch that movie <laughs> yeah it's awesome um why wasn't that one of the prequel movies yeah. yeah it should have been um but after that that's when in the end of uh revenge of the sith remember um Yoda looks at Obi-Wan and he says, um, before you go, I have something to teach you. Uh, your old master has yeah. come back. So it, he learned and then he taught Obi-Wan and told Obi-Wan what he needed to do to go do all this training so he could do it too. So yeah, so she can't, none of these other Jedis, they couldn't do that That's yet. That's a bummer. Um, so she's she's gone wherever you go. But that's uh. probably why they burned the bones. Oh. That's true. All the Jedi's, whenever they die, they have these massive funerals and they burn them and incinerate them. So that might be oh. that might be why. That's why. So you don't you don't bones. always uh, sense their presence anymore. That's sad. But poor, I was reading. I was reading the so um sad. something from the creator of the show when he had a talk with George Lucas one time. Um, and it's Dave Filoni. Uh, he, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Maybe it's Filoni. Anyway, anyways, I got no idea. Um. He had a talk with George Lucas about the ability of like sensing someone's presence, like uh, like even in A New Hope, where Obi Wan sensed Darth Vader, and what it came to the conclusion was that like the more you know someone, the more attuned your sensing of them is. So like even with Kanan, he couldn't tell that was a trap immediately or that something was wrong. Like had him like a more powerful like say hey Yoda had walked in there, he would instantly know like oh my gosh, Master Luminar is dead. This is a trap. Yep. Because yeah. he had been around her for so long and he could fine tune these things. But because Kanan, she was only an acquaintance. Yeah, Kanan had only met her like a couple times, had seen her in the academy, like got the gist of her force presence, but not like a lot of it. So he was like, I can feel it, but she's different. Something's wrong. It's like driving someplace the first time versus your morning commute. Right, exactly. You get more used to it and then you know it and then you know when things are different about it and stuff like that. And that's kind of the idea. And they said like when Obi-Wan boarded the 
Death Star. He knew Darth Vader was there. He knew Anakin was there. He probably even knew he was going to have to fight him, and he can. He even knew, like, he knew what was going to go. Yeah. And Darth knew. Vader. That's why we see him goes. Hmm. Whoa. Wait. Wait a minute. I feel a presence. I felt in a long time. And then you immediately see Darth Vader like snap, and he turns around and he just marches off. He knows it's Obi Wan. He's like, Yep, Obi Wan's here. I gotta go hunt him down. <laughs> Bye guys. Yes. <laughs> I got a thing. But it I'll wasn't just like a later. like. Hmm. That's weird. He just. It shocked him for a second because he probably thought Obi Wan was dead. It's been so long, and then he well, was yeah, like, everybody thought he was. Yeah, dead. everyone thought he was yeah. dead because they thought all these Jedi had died. So you know that's in a shock to him, and that's why he was like, "Wait a minute, where do I know that from?" Oh, okay, gotta it's take the care of this guy who yeah. cut off my arms and legs. Excuse and me, guys, me... I got a thing to take care of. <laughs> Hold on, guys, it's the guy that cut off all my limbs and left me burning by a pool of lava. Uh, I gotta go take care of this. I'm gonna go say hi. <laughs> been a while all right let's get back on track <laughs> um the trap has been placed and ezra's like what was that what's going on and then boom the inquisitor's here <laughs> isn't it obvious yeah isn't it obvious and then it goes it comes back and they're standing there with their lightsabers and he's like i'm the inquisitor and you're like oh, oh my gosh and then kanan's it's like bust out his lightsaber guy. you can tell ezra's like what the hell is going on? <laughs> like, I know this is bad news. He's pale and wearing black, so that's always a problem. And his but, pointy uh, little teeth. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he looks shark like a shark. Teeth, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's like, oh my god, he has a red lightsaber. That's cool. Is that bad? <laughs> that <laughs> um, red laser sword. Color coding. Kanan just right. dives in and starts fighting him. Like, ah! Because yeah, Kanan just knows, oh my god, this is a bad guy. This is Sith. Um even though he's not a Sith. Uh, so, so many flavors of hosed right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's not a Sith Lord. No, he's but not. He's still got some semblance he's, of the Force, right? Well, he's basically a... He can use the Force, and he's a bad guy. And he's a bounty hunter, basically. Uh, well, he's more like an assassin. Mm, well, yeah, um, fair enough. An enforcer? Mercenary? He's an enforcer, assassin, inquisitor, just like the inquisitors of old days. They would go and hunt down people and... Javert. <laughs> kill them. Aww. <laughs> he was an inspector. Okay, he's a neutral evil Javert. He was a cop. He was a cop. Well, and he's a cop for the Empire. Well, that's kind of true. He's like an assassin cop for the Empire. Assassin cop. Uh, I would watch that TV program. (laughs) So, uh, he's not a Sith. Um, They even, in the Clone Wars, there was a character, her name was Asajj Ventress. Yes. And she was really awesome. And she was being trained by Count Dooku. And at one point, she even claimed to be a Sith, I think, and... Count Dooku was like, you're not That's a Sith. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, it, it's like when you're learning something and you're working on becoming, uh, you know, a higher level of that, but you're not quite there you're yet. You're an apprentice. Yeah, you're an apprentice. You don't get to call yourself that because you haven't learned all the trainings of the Sith. Like, it's like Ezra. Ezra's yet. not a Jedi. Um, but he can use the Force, and if you gave him a lightsaber, he could use the lightsaber. And if he just went off and trained for a while, he'd get better at that stuff, but he's still not a Jedi because he didn't go through the proper training to become a Jedi, to earn the title Jedi. Just like the Inquisitor, for some reason, uh, isn't technically a Sith, even though Dark he, side, Force, yeah, red lightsaber. Exactly. Doesn't he doesn't have, have that diploma. Master's. He doesn't have <laughs> yeah, that, He doesn't right. have his master's degree yet. He's just got a couple classes. And the only reason they do that is because they have the rule of two... Which is, there can only be two Sith Lords. Um, now, is that a writer's rule, or is that a rule of the universe? That's a rule of the Sith. That okay. was created um, a long time ago in the Sith, like, community? Manual. <laughs> Manual. Their um, evil handbook. Their evil yes. handbook. <laughs> um, Darth Bane is the name of... <laughs> 
<laughs> That's what? I'm just telling you guys the truth here. It's Darth Bane. Did he wear a mask and go around breaking people's backs? <laughs> yes. He fought Jedi Master Batman. Only when this planet has lost all hope do you have my permission to die. I mean, Darth Bane was pretty evil, guys. You laugh, but... Well, yes, certainly. What happened but was... the reference and the wrestler's mask and the... Yeah. Sorry. No, um Done. <laughs> So She's remember dumb. how in the prequels there were tons of Jedis, but only ever a couple of Sith at a time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's because they were following the rule of two. Because what happened was back in the Knights of the Old Republic, back in the old days, there used to be tons of Sith, just like there were Jedis. But what, Sith are always out for higher power, more greed, because they're all evil. They so backstab they, each so other. So what happens was they were always backstabbing each other. They were always fighting each other. They could never get ahead. The Jedi didn't do that. So they always won. Um, they always got ahead. So Darth Bane killed like all of them except for like his apprentice. And he basically said, There's only from now on there's ever gonna be two if we wanna get anywhere. And he goes, A master and an apprentice. And he goes, And one day when you kill me, you'll be you the master. Pick up, yeah, yeah. Now you pick up an apprentice. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what happened. That's creates the rule of two. That's why Darth Vader and um the emperor are the only technical Sith lords, and the other they have to keep everyone down as like agents of the Sith or whatever you want to call. That's them. why he's okay with. I'm okay with not being a Sith. Yeah, because <laughs> what happened was um, even Darth Maul tried to come back because um, Darth Maul is still alive. Yeah, um, his little robot legs. Yeah, he has robot legs. Um, <laughs> he robot came, like octopus legs. Well, they got rid of those. He has like regular <laughs> robot legs okay. now. Um, <laughs> But he came back and he picked like up Ursula. his brother, Savage Opress, and him and Savage tried to go and take down the Emperor. And that was in the Clone Wars. And during that, uh, the Emperor says, there can only be two. And he goes, he was like, oh, let me join you. And he goes, no, you, you guys are together. There can only be two. You're a threat now. Uh, and then the Emperor fights uh, Darth Maul and Savage That's Opress. gotta suck because that's your former master. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Anyway. Anyways, we let's get let's back get to back, the back to this. We're, there's a lot of backstory in Star Wars, and just in case anyone is questioning these things, we have to make sure everybody knows what's going on. Oh, and I'm enjoying this. So, the robe here. Yeah, and I have my robe on, so I gotta. <laughs> the gotta lore teach. master. Uh, that's why the, he's not a Sith. Cool. There Long story short. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> now they're fighting. Kanan and the Inquisitor are fighting, and this is the coolest thing about the Inquisitor and why I think he's such an awesome villain. He starts fighting Kanan, and you can see he's watching Kanan's every move, and then he he's blocking everything, and then he smiles really big, and he goes, ah, interesting. He goes, it seems you trained under Master Depabilaba. And Kanan's eyes just, boom, light up. Because in the show, like you said, we have not heard that name. We don't know. And Kanan's like, how did you know? And he's like, ah. And then he says, like, I've studied uh, all the... He's Something about the Jedi Temple's manuscripts are very complete. Your master favored this form. And when she was in close combat, she favored, like, phase three or whatever he called it. And he goes, and you seem to favor it in a... What's it, what'd he say? Uh, a ridiculous degree. form to a ridiculous degree. Yeah, he, he told Kanan that he favored it in a ridiculous degree. Because <laughs> he was not good, and then uh, and the Inquisitor like knocks him down. And he says, "You must have been a poor student." And you're, like, and you're like, "Hey man, she died when I was 15. <laughs> Stop messing with me." 
Um, I did my best. Ezra's like shooting like his stupid little stun wrist thing. Slingshot. Slingshot. Slingshot, And he just takes the shots in the chest. He's like, is that your best boy? (laughs) (laughs) He's so cool. I love the Inquisitor. Um, He's like, no, I got this. And he has one of the grenades that Sabine gave him earlier. And they get out and they're running around. And that's when they have their cool like... I keep wanting to say Jedi Sith by fight, but he's not a Sith. So they keep lightsaber, lightsaber fight. They have their lightsaber battle, and um, <laughs> their laser sword like, fight. They're laser Jedi, sword fight. and you're not a Sith. So what do we call this? Um, a grudge match. And this is where the Inquisitor said my favorite quote of the whole episode. He's like beating up Kanan. He's like Kanan's like ah doing the best he can. The Inquisitor's like barely. Yeah, because at this point he's got his double-bladed lightsaber out. His lightsaber is like this cool circle. At which point you start wondering, okay, I think you're cheating. Yeah, his lightsaber <laughs> goes from single blade to a double blade, and then he starts spinning it. And it's well, like, not hey. yet. This is just this yeah. part, and he's beating up Kanan, and he just while he's doing it looks at Ezra. Doesn't even like he's just hitting Kanan around, <laughs> just looking at Ezra, and he goes, "Are you paying attention, boy? The Jedi are dead, but there is another path." the dark side and i was like oh, we're campaigning so cool because did you guys get to see the re-airing of um the premiere no but i know did that... you watch the darth vader no scene? but i know that it existed okay. what happened so it was the darth Va- it was darth vader talking to the inquisitor oh and, dang it yeah. and i missed it yeah oh, and he basically comes on and uh he tells the inquisitor there are the Jedi are all but dead. They are scattered. The ones that are still alive are scattered. Yeah, you have to hunt them down. And he goes, "You also have to hunt down the children of the Force." Oh, God, like God, Anakin, stop killing kids, man. What's <laughs> up with you? He's, he's a not freak. Killing kids, he's just telling people yeah. to kill kids. And it, That's totally different. So, like, hey, if I had to do it, you have to do it. <laughs> he said the Emperor sees them as a threat, and he says, uh, "If you, if you, um." find them if they don't join us dispose of them so basically the inquisitor's like okay i'm gonna go kill a bunch of kids who don't want to join the dark side this is why he was trying to pick up ezra that's why they re-aired it on abc and not disney xd (laughs) probably they didn't want they want disney kids to see you just just phrase that as pick up ezra and i (laughs) oh well you know he was trying to you know i'm that person okay well he was trying to get ezra to join. anyway moving on we're running yeah, I know. We're running out. But this is the end and the best part anyway. So. Yeah. Um, so then Ezra says, my favorite line that Ezra's ever said, <laughs> right after he said the dark side, Ezra looks at him like <laughs> really confused. Like he's not pretending and he's not just saying this because it's funny. He actually has no idea. And he goes, never heard of it (laughs) and that's so funny to me because it's true he doesn't know what the dark side is he doesn't know what the light side is he doesn't know anything about this crap and he's just like i don't know what you're talking about crazy guy (laughs) and that's when uh he force pushes him and he looks at the the inquisitor looks at kane and he goes have you taught him nothing (laughs) so good inquisitor is seriously my favorite character in the show I just want like a whole Inquisitor yeah. show. Apart from the laser sword line, the dialogue on this episode. Well, most of the dialogue in the show is pretty good yeah, anyway. Yeah. But especially this scene. Especially oh, yeah. the so Inquisitor. I feel like everything the Inquisitor said was perfect. Well, and I got they got the perfect actor to do Oh, it yeah. Too. He's yeah. so good. 
He's, he's so just, good. Every time he delivers a line, it's just like, you're like, yes, yeah. you are pure evil, and it's wonderful. Pure I evil. I need more popcorn. And, like, just just cocky and just like <laughs> I, these these idiot Jedi's. I'm going to kill I them all. I don't know why Sith are always British, though, or why the Empire is always British. Because it's an evil accent. Suppose. We had a whole commercial I told, about it, it. Just like when we, uh, when we used to do uh, Turn. It, uh, <laughs> I told you, uh, it's, it comes from the American view that all British people are evil because of the Aww. American Revolution. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> um... So they do their battle. Kanan gets force pushed away, and he's uh, trying to kill Ezra now. But that's when Kanan taps into like the raw emotion of the Force and like lifts him, slams him up against the ceiling, and Ezra gets away. And then now they're running from him, and, uh, and his pinwheel lightsaber. Oh yeah, that's when he turns lights. his his double bladed lightsaber. Now starts automatically spinning, kind of like Grievous's hands. Phineas so, and Ferb did a Star Wars special. Yeah. And there's one point where they're modifying their lightsabers and they have like eight blades and they're spinning it. That's all I can think That's of. That's the Inquisitor. That's all I can think He's of. He's a cheater. <laughs> Darth Maul can do that by himself. Uh, <laughs> um, so they chase him through the hallways and Zeb and Sabine join up at this point. Oh, I, my, another good line was right when it started spinning and going crazy and they're about to start running. Ezra takes one last look at it and he looks at Kanan and he goes, does yours do that? <laughs> Kanan's like, get over here. Let's get going. He's ticked off. It's a lot of good one-liners. In yeah, there's a lot of good really one-liners. Is. So they get out. Now they're trying to get out onto the uh, the landing bay. And the door's locked. And the Inquisitor's lightsaber in his way through the door. And so they can't pick the lock. And now Kanan and Ezra, it's Ezra's moment to shine. And Kanan says, Ezra, get over here. Join me. We're going to force lift this door. Because he knows he can't do it by himself. And Ezra's like, what? Ah. And even Zeb's like, can we train Ezra later? <laughs> we don't have time for this. But they do it. Ezra focuses now because now he has to focus. And yes. that's the thing. You don't try, you do. Uh, See? And well, there's nothing like mortal terror Exactly. For as cool as this scene was... I was really just waiting, like, while they're trying to lift the door, I was really waiting for Sabine to just spray paint a and bomb onto <laughs> yeah. the wall. Those doors are pretty yeah. thick, Blow though. I don't... True. And maybe her spray paint bombs don't work on that thick maybe. of a door. But I thought that would have been really funny if they had been sitting yeah. there trying to lift it. She would have been like, we don't have time for this. Choo, boom. I think it was more of the lesson of do or do not. There is yeah. no try. So it's yeah. not like, Ezra, don't try to lift open this door. You got to do it because if you don't, we're dead. Yeah, And so that's the whole point of do or do not. There is no try. You yeah. either do it or you don't. And they get through the door. And now they got all this stormtroopers and TIE fighters out there. But that's when Hera shows up with her tibbities. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm bringing the fleet. And they're like, what? We have a fleet? Oh, yeah. It's these big crazy things. And the stormtroopers are idiots. And they shot at them. And now they're pissed off. And now they're running around. Yeah. If they hadn't shot at them. They like, probably would have been fine. Yeah. They probably would have just like flown right by them. Yeah. Attack of the manta rays. Yeah. It's so, like a B-horror movie. Um, And... The Inquisitor, as they're jumping on the ship to get away, the Inquisitor throws his spinning lightsaber at him. Kanan knocks it away, and he forces it back to himself. And Can as you do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Zeb, back with a one-liner, just like Ezra's one-liner, he goes, does yours do that? <laughs> <laughs> and then can you see Kanan's face again, like, because his lightsaber is just a normal Standard lightsaber. Standard issue. Standard it's issue. Traditional. Yes, true. It's not all this fancy bells and whistles like the Inquisitor has. <laughs> So, I mean, that's it um, pretty much for that episode. They end with them um, having a moment of reflection, and Ezra is sad because he thought Kanan was trying to 
ditch him to the master luminara and then kanan comes out and he's like you know what i realized like i was being a, a like a bad teacher and he says i'm not going to try and teach you anymore and and he ezra gets the hint he's like i'm not trying because he says uh what does he say he says when i if i go in trying it implies like a sense of failure like that i might not do it but if you just go in saying i'm going to teach you then you have that i'm gonna do it um well and my favorite exchange that was part of this was kanan saying i wanted to give you the best and ezra saying i don't want the best i want you yeah that's that's, that's not what i that's not yeah and then he goes oh that's not what i mean i mean not saying that you're not the best but (laughs) but it's actual (laughs) but it's guys yeah it's bonding and it's and it's like a master and his Padawan, he's like, I like you as my teacher, and I w- yeah. only want to be taught yeah. by you. We're yeah. perfect for each other because we're both screw-ups. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think the Inquisitor even said that. He said, your master lacks uh, focus and discipline, which is what Kanan told uh, <laughs> Ezra. Ezra earlier. Yeah. And that's when Ezra to the Inquisitor says, well, they were perfect for each other. <laughs> <laughs> and um, together they will learn together. And and then they ended it with together. a good line because after the whole, uh, I'm not going to try and teach you, Ezra says, I understand. And then Kanan says, let's see if you do. Ah. Uh, see? It's all good. Um, full circle. Full yeah, full circle, circle there. Yeah. I wanted to really quick give it a couple of shout outs. Uh, on iTunes, uh, PowerMan77 gave us a really nice comment and gave us some nice rating. Nice. Uh, he told us we were a great show. He, he, may the force be with you. Ah, well, may the force be with you, PowerMan77. <laughs> and also on YouTube, we had uh, Amani Gray who was really nice to us and gave us some compliments and also a Katarina Erno, I think. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, but yeah, thank you guys. Anyone else who's listening or watching, uh, please comment, talk to us. We respond. I love responding. Obviously, I love talking about Star Wars. I, every day, love it. <laughs> um, any time of day. I'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like, I gotta talk about Star Wars. Let me tweet somebody. Um, <laughs> talk to we us. look at our phones uh, in the morning like, oh, rate us. Yep. If you're if you go on iTunes, rate us, give us comments. We appreciate that. It really helps the show. It helps us keep going and show that like people are paying attention to the show, and we really appreciate it. Um, on that note, let me tell you know why don't you tell these guys where they can find you if they want to talk to you. Well, you can find me on Twitter at the Manguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, including the classic Doctor Who panel, which is coming up in a few minutes, actually. Oh. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Kiache. That's K I A X E T. You can also find me on a whole bunch of other shows, including Sword Art Online and Ruby. The season finale is Ooh. tomorrow night. <laughs> All right, guys, and I'm Dylan Chance, and you can find me on Twitter at Dylan Chance, and you can also find me here for uh, AfterBuzz Grim. It's on Sundays, Ooh. Ooh, and I think this we we might have a guest. Yeah, oh, that's really fun. So, anyways, thank you, guys. Uh, see you next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.